1: Good afternoon, Supertalk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, Good Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Take your browser over to supertalktv.com. You'll see our recently crowned Missus Mississippi American, Miss Brittany Crosby. And she's here to tell us all about her efforts to get to nationals. Hey, Brittany. Hi, how are you? Or should I say welcome back?
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm excited to be back. Thank you for having me again. So this time you've
1: got the sash and you've got the crown. So what does it feel like walking away as Miserous Mississippi American this year?
2: I feel like I still need to kind of pinch myself at times, um, but I'm so thrilled and honored to have this opportunity. I'm very blessed. Um, again, we spoke about my son last time I was with y'all, so this is all for him and children like him with special limbs. So I am just over the moon excited.
1: Well, you you wear the crown well. So for those that may have heard of the pageant, Miserous Mississippi American, it's been around since the 1930s. Give us a little background about the yes, pageant. Ma'am.
2: So, um, again, the pageant's been around since the 1930s, and uh, Miss Elaine, who uh, was the pageant system, she is really um, a powerful woman, and she loves to support other women and um, just to kind of bring them to the spotlight to show what everybody's doing and how they're helping their communities. Recently, I believe it was two years ago that, um, they had the Mississippi, um, I'm sorry, the American division join. So they have the America, the American I can is what their little slogan is. And then they have Miss for America, um, strong. So there's three divisions. Um, it's a lot of women and, um, a fun week ahead in August. So I'm very excited to be a part of that. So
1: that's where you're headed. where were that, um, where were the nationals take place? Where do you get to travel?
2: to las vegas it will be at the Westgate. so exciting
1: (laughs) well that will be a lot of fun okay how is this pageant sort of set up is it similar to maybe other circuits that we're familiar with is there like the evening gown with the talent with the Mm -hmm. platform and all that so share with us like what what you're competing with
2: Yes, ma'am. So if you see the Miss USA pageant on um, TV, that's kind of how this one's set up, except we are married and then you have the Miss division. But we will compete in interview, evening gown, and we will have, um, of course, swimsuit, which is a one piece is very modest. And then we will have a costume that's not judged, but it's based on our um, state that we come from. So just a fun little extra to the pageant. So how will you dress
1: in your Mississippi costume? What, what will it look like?
2: Um, I can't either away a lot, but it has to do with um, the first Coca-Cola bottle that was produced in Mississippi. Um, so I'm excited. It's a little, um, takes you back a few uh, decades, but it's going to be something that I'm comfortable with and excited about sharing.
1: Oh, that'll be a lot of fun. We'll have to look forward to seeing yeah. those photos uh, yes. come out, Brittany. You'll have to make sure you share those with us. I think that's cool that you get to represent you know, your, your individual states in a fun way. I mm-hmm. think the uh, Miss America pageant does the shoes, or Miss Mississippi does the shoes. I don't know mm-hmm. if it goes to mm-hmm. Miss America. Correct. So you should mm-hmm. have the outfit. You should be able to dress the whole in the whole nine. So we'll be, we'll be excited yes. to see that. I know a big part of the organization is your platform, and that's one that's near and dear to your mm-hmm. heart, Brittany. And so that is Unique Lens. There's probably some listening to good things that didn't hear you the first time you were here with us with your son. Give us a little bit of background about Unique Limbs.
2: So Unique Limbs is created and inspired by my son, Connor. He was born with a limb difference called Simbrachydactyly. And basically, he has his thumb on his right hand, and he's missing his four um, fingers. Um, so he is a very competitive little boy, active little boy. Um, knock on wood, we haven't had any more broken bones. But I just want to showcase how amazing he is and confident he is in everyday activities and um, things that we might take for granted that other people um, don't think about like with my son he is a natural um, right-handed child but he had to learn how to write left-handed he's played baseball um, and we are kind of venturing into football which scares me a little bit but i just posted a reel on him catching a football and it's just how his perseverance and he never gives up and i just want to showcase him and other children like him and it's one thing too for those kids to see
1: that there's other kids out there just like them that are also Mm -hmm. getting out playing sports and doing what everyone else in the neighborhood is doing but then it's also good to bring awareness to everybody else in the neighborhood that just because Mm -hmm. a kid looks different doesn't mean they can't get in on the you know the Mm -hmm. basketball game or the football or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. so how are you spreading the word about this obviously you're sharing it here with us today on good things but how else are you sort Mm -hmm. of getting out there and being active with your platform
2: Starting off, um, when I was first pregnant with Connor we learned about his limb difference, my OBGYN has been very um open and letting me talk to him about it. So actually, I will um, be able to share to him today um, about unique limbs and then other resources for mothers to be able to have. um, If they do come in a situation where they have a child that's going to have a limb difference, they don't have to be alone. They don't have to experience what I experienced. So my goal is to reach a lot of hospitals and OBGYNs that will be willing to have this information in case it does arise.
1: If someone's listening and maybe they have uh, a youth in their mm-hmm. family that has a limb difference that feels like they would be, you know, mm-hmm. would do them good to connect with other parents or families that maybe are going through the same mm-hmm. thing, is there somewhere to connect with you, Brittany?
2: Yes, you can actually go to my Instagram page, Unique Limbs. Um, you can message me there and then also my personal account, um, Britt Crosby, on Instagram and you can reach out to me there as well. Uh There's not a lot of um, people that I know in Mississippi that do have children with limb differences, so I'm very eager to reach out to other women or parents or anybody who's listening, and they may have a person in their family, like you mentioned, that has a limb difference. I would love to connect with them and just show how there are more people out there, and we want to kind of get together and be able to showcase everything.
1: I think you're right. I think there's more than you probably recognize. They just haven't ever mm-hmm. had the opportunity to congregate or gather and sort of support each other. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes your platform so personal and so special is it fills yes. a gap that it feels like that may be there mm-hmm. uh, for for kids in, in Mississippi. Well, are you going to get to take the whole family to Vegas?
2: my children are staying behind my husband gets to make his debut on stage as well he does have to escort me in opening numbers so um grandparents will have our children and they'll get to watch online along with everybody else so i'm excited (laughs) i'm gonna miss them so much but um there's a lot in vegas that they probably just will be better in mississippi (laughs) You,
1: you know you're right with that and then you're also not wrong <laughs> yes. with wanting to get away and have a fun time with your husband. Now, did he did he know that when you if you win the won the crown that he would be a part of the national stage or did you sort of just sneak that in, you know, after you got the crown?
2: I actually told him beforehand just to prepare himself. Um, but he's excited. It's kinda I mean, it's personal to me, but also with him as well. So he's just proud to be up there and excited to be um, on stage and to be able to share, um, you know, my platform with other people. So he, he's very excited. I think he might take it to the limit. So I've got to kind of reframe him on his tux that he's going to wear. So we will have to pick that out. <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, for
1: most, I mean, girls, we have the opportunity maybe to wear prettier dresses since our wedding mm-hmm. or prom. But I mean, when's the last time your husband found himself getting fitted for a tux?
2: Uh, it would be 10 years ago um, we got married so yes there's no telling what he's going to go in and ask for but I will call Mimi's bridal and tell him look this is what I need <laughs> he might try to surprise me I think I think
1: it's a lot of fun I think it's cool that, that they embrace the fact that it's miserable that you are married and it's a support mm-hmm. system right to get you uh, through life and, yes. and to promote your platforms and to represent Mississippi you mentioned in August Brittany what, remind us of the dates will it be be aired or streamed anywhere if we want to watch and support. Mm-hmm.
2: It will be online on um, miserysamerica.com. dot com. They will be releasing information closer to the pageant. But I will leave August the 10th and competition is actually August the 19th. So I will be out there for a good time. Um, but this week long event, we have all kinds of fun things planned, dinners and rehearsals and interviews. So it's going to be busy, but exciting to meet everybody across the United States. Well, I know we're all looking forward to
1: to see how your outfit unfolds uh, as you Mm -hmm. represent Mississippi. Congratulations on winning the crown, Brittany! Congratulations too on being able to spread your platform. And you've got to keep in touch with us, okay?
2: I most definitely will. I'll definitely keep y'all updated on Instagram. All (laughs) righty,
1: you guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Sunny skies today, high near 95. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 78. Your Saturday brings a 40% chance of rain, sunny skies and hot, high near 97. And a look to Sunday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon ESI supplied.net It's not if you're gonna have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESI Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESI supplied.net boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESI supplied.net Take it from scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910, or online at ESI
5: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
1: And planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at VisitMississippi.org. Don't forget, to coming up quick, fast, in a hurry next week, we've got our 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. That's going to be Thursday, July the 14th, so go ahead and put it on your calendar. You're going to have the whole gang of Super Talk there, and we're going to be highlighting the fact that every year there are kids across Mississippi that continue to need a loving home. And each year during the Radiothon, you get the opportunity to hear about all the good things that are going on there at the Palmer Home for Children. They serve vulnerable kids it's a faith-based organization they don't take any government money and we will be asking for your help and you always show up and show out and make us proud so i can't wait for next thursday you can listen in and you can join us for the 10th annual palmer home for children radiothon everything's going down next thursday from 6 a.m to 6 p.m right here On Super Talk. And if you haven't been over to the Good Things Facebook group in a while, you should. Been posting a lot of really good headlines there. Lots of good stuff going on in Mississippi. First, there are going to be some delicious carbs coming to Hattiesburg, which I saw, where one of our uh, favorites is opening another restaurant. They're going to have classic croissants, homemade bread, cakes, sweet rolls. They're also going to offer world class coffee, home meal replacements, and they're bringing back donuts. And that's Robert St. John. He's teaming up with Chef Martha Foose. He's been begging her for the last six years to come down. So if you're familiar with the Pine Belt, they are redoing the bank there on Hardy Street and making it into a bakery in Midtown Hattiesburg. How cool is that? I always love it whenever you have towns that take Normal buildings. I know they're in Clinton, right? where you used to live. It was a bank. They turned into a pizza place,
7: right? Oh, yeah. It was delicious pizza. And then there was another... I mean, it still is. I just don't live close by.
1: Right. And then, then... Well, and I feel like there's a trend here. There's a bank in uh, East Brandon that got turned into a wedding venue called The Vault. And they made it really beautiful and everything else. So when you take these, what what once were... You know, a standard kind of building.
7: In my hometown of my childhood in Tupelo, I'm pretty sure it's still there unless they've moved. There's an old bank downtown.
0: I see a thing here. That got
7: turned into an art museum that was so cool to go to. Not necessarily for the art on a field trip when I was younger, but because you're going to an old bank and they have the vault there with the gigantic door and the wheel and everything. And you get to
1: see it. Oh, yeah. You get to go go inside it. Could you – you I, so now we'll have to wait and see if Robert St. John keeps the vault and the wheel and some capacity of
7: it. Got to keep it.
1: You feel like if you're going to – part
7: of the allure of buying a bank.
1: Repurpose something that was traditionally something else that's just so standard in your mind of what it should look like, be like, whatever. You can't get rid of the parts.
7: I've actually seen a bank in the process of being demolished with construction equipment not like the big steel ball you see in the movies, but it was just like the the backhoe pushing walls over and stuff. And it took a couple of days to get everything cleared out, but they weren't moving the vault. That took a whole special company to come in and remove it. It wouldn't go anywhere.
1: Oh, you bring up a good point. And it would also be the safest place in the pine belt if there's a tornado <laughs> siren uh, anywhere around. Speaking too of other things, I know in Brandon they took a old laundry mat and they turned it into what they call the cleaners, which is now also a pizza a pizza place. That's that, become
7: a new trend to and have paid the pay homage
1: uh, to the fact that it was a cleaner's yeah. The,
7: yeah, do they still have the, the washing machines and stuff? Uh huh. Yeah. Because I saw a video on social media over the weekend where it was a speakeasy, and it just looked like a laundromat when you walk by to the point where they had the fronts of washing machines with screens behind it playing video of of laundry spinning, but there wasn't actually anything running, so I imagine that's a little bit more efficient on the power bill. But then you go to the one that says out of order, and you pull it, and it's a door, and there's a whole little speakeasy behind it.
1: That's really neat. And then you have all of the... Home renovation shows that take like historic or older homes, and then they try to pull things and keep keep it the same, but like bring it into what I always you always kind of appreciate that. But I appreciate this idea of like throw me something different. If you're going to take an old laundry mat or an old bank or whatever it may be, and you're going to tra- you know repurpose it for something else, let's have fun with it. Let's keep it kind of because it's part of the experience that you don't really know. You know what it you know?
7: If nothing else, there should be a really crunchy kind of brownish or yellowish paper or parchment with some fancy calligraphy letters of at least a recipe, and that be the secret recipe that you keep in the vault. Yes. There, there's a whole gimmick for There's a right whole there, gimmick for free.
1: I was sitting here thinking through it and I'm like, Absolutely. Let us know if there's anything else in your town that maybe was once A bank it's kind of a running theme and now it's something else that still pays tribute to the fact that it was a bank or a laundromat or insert anything cool i
7: was gonna say there's one other institution from our childhood that uh there's not as many of especially with the same iconic structure but usually once they're repurposed you can still go oh yeah that used to be pizza hut
1: What is it How many times
7: have you – I mean, they don't have the iconic roof anymore. That's not a part of their branding. They just have – they usually try to stick them in more economic places. But there's always that Pizza Hut that still looks like a Pizza Hut. They've painted the roof. It's not the red roof, but it's still the Pizza Hut roof. And it's been three or four different things. Hmm. I can think of three of them.
1: Well, let us know. Oh, the city of Greenville – City court building is an old bank building, vault behind the judge. There you go. That is – you brought up a good point. you just going to have to put the vault in your design because it's not going It's going
7: to be a pain to move it.
1: It's going to be – so you might as well just embrace it and work your your way around it, have it as like the moment of it. You know what you mean? But bank – I guess that's one of those things that you, you also couldn't demolish it. So it's not like you could just get rid of the bank. So once a bank's put up, it's kind of hard to...
7: I mean, they're built to last.
1: ...take down, would you hate to see a bank go under.
7: Well, usually they move move somewhere bigger and better and fancier. That's the other fun thing is you, you look at those old banks, the ones we're talking about that have now been repurposed as pizza places or restaurants or bakeries or stuff like that. They tend to be of an older generation, a time where there was a a sturdiness that you wanted in, in the look of your bank, not necessarily the most modern structural architectural elements that you see nowadays, where nowadays you look at a bank being built and it looks like an Apple store. There's all this glass and you're going, I know it's secure, but it doesn't feel as secure as that old thirties bank where the big heavy door and the columns and stuff.
8: The
1: one in Greenville is on the historical register. It couldn't be torn down. But even then, I mean, could you imagine putting a bank vault on eBay? Or, <laughs> I mean, you.
7: Oh, man, that's a rabbit hole to go down.
1: It would be like, it's free if you can get it. You can come and load her up. It's all for you. Just, we need it gone today, as soon as possible. Need it off the lawn. Gonna put it by the mailbox. Feel free to take it. <laughs>
7: Just put an ad in the paper, a picture with the vault, and a little tag taped to it, free to a good home. Hmm. Must if, pick up.
1: What if you didn't know how to get into it? That would be like a whole another, a whole another thing. But at one point, I mean, banks didn't have to ha- didn't have drop throughs. No. So I guess they all had to either be renovated, repurposed, rebuilt, moved. Now you got me wondering, like how many old banks are there out there that? Maybe we don't recognize our, our other buildings or built around.
7: Got to be a lot.
1: It's got to be a lot. And then because the vaults obviously had to get bigger. I wonder who the first person was. It was like, we need a bigger vault. <laughs> you didn't always have vaults to keep money in back no. in the old days. So where they keep them in?
7: I mean, you you go back before back. the invention of the, the, safe, which is what you think of when you think of the big metal box, which is a vault is just a really big safe. But before safes, you had strong boxes, which was a wooden box made of thick wood, but then everything around it was made of the toughest metal you could afford to put on it. So that it was basically a wooden safe, but then... Those went out of fashion and went into the way of metal saves, the more dynamite was readily available.
1: Do you get? Would you get nervous walking into a vault, kind of like you walking into a deep freezer? If you've ever walked into one of those big walk-in commercial-size freezers that they have at restaurants or you know um, food warehouses, there's like a there's a piece of you that's. Well, someone needs to stay on the like the other side, just in case.
7: I don't know. Depends on the age. If it's a really old freezer, I might have the same reservations. But I don't know of many new big old bank vaults. So most of them are probably built before they really thought about the safety of somebody getting stuck inside. So there's probably not an emergency handle like you have on most that big ter- freezers now.
1: Terrifies me.
7: Yeah, because you got to hit that thing hard. because It's heavy.
1: Bank than get locked in a freezer, right?
7: But I could get out of the freezer if it was made after a certain point. I don't know if I got out of the vault.
1: Well, at least you die rich. <laughs> Stick with us; we got more for you up next.
4: At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world no long waits or hoops to jump through just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need from urgent care available seven days a week <laughs> to routine care for the whole family you're good to go see you in a couple months you can get in and out and back to your life Mama. stop by one of our convenient locations or visit trustcarehealth.com trust care health feel better faster
1: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers. To rent or sell, please give us a call, 601-879-3969.
0: Did you know you can find the latest sales information or Breaking Jewelry Fashions from All Britons on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Allbritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from All Britons are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook
8: and come see us. All Britons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant.
9: It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's lone abortion clinic filed a petition to reopen on the same day the state's new trigger law became effective. On Tuesday, a Mississippi Chancery judge denied a request from the Jackson Women's Health Organization's clinic, also known as the Pink House, asking that the state's six-week ban not be enforced due to a 1998 decision known as Pro-Choice versus Fortis. After the judge handed down the statement, the clinic announced it would be closing its doors one day before the trigger law went into effect. Now an appeal to the clinic suit and a petition to reopen its doors next week has been filed in the Mississippi Supreme Court. And a Clarksdale woman has been arrested following the death of her one-month-old on July 4th. The arrest of 23-year-old Olandria Cotton was made on Wednesday, two days after the child's death in a home on Walnut Street. Cotton has been charged with felony child deprivation of necessaries, with substantial harm. Her bond has been set at $20,000. For all things sports news and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm.
7: Only a few steps ahead. This is Brian Haydad of Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the
5: 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word Because children are precious.
0: No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News on air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk. All summer long. Super Talk Mississippi. Live, live, and on demand with the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: There are so many good things for you to do in Mississippi, so take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org. And it is Friday here on Good Things, so we got Tanya, our in-house movie critic, in the studio with us. All right, Miss Tanya, it's Friday. Yes, finally Friday. Yeah. (laughs) So I have, my daughter has asked to go see the Minions we haven't done it yet. Yeah. but it is on our list of things to do. We did finally see the Doctor Strange cuz you can now stream it. I would say I wouldn't watch it late at night and in the dark.
9: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't terrible and it does leave you wondering what's next for him and his character. But there was a there was a lot in that movie. Yeah. So yeah. much. It's like it, we're getting to the point now
6: where I'm like having to go back and refresh my memory on everything cuz there's so many characters and there's so many Crossovers that it's kind of getting hard to keep up, which kind of falls into this week, which you have your Marvel release. Yeah, we've got our big Thor Love and Thunder, which uh, it seems like it's been forever since, you know, they started doing previews. So it's very exciting that it's out. Um, I saw it last night with my whole family. Um I will go ahead and tell y'all it is PG-13 for a reason. I don't think I would take my younger kids to this one. Um, if you saw Thor Ragnarok, it's that same funny, humorous kind of movie, which I enjoyed. I think I laughed straight for the first hour. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. And Chris Hemsworth has really figured out how to be a great comedian. I mean, he really pokes fun at himself, which is really, or Thor, uh, which is really fun to watch. But, you know, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy. They're in here because Thor's hanging with them when the movie starts. And, you know, they're a little rough around the edges, so you've got a little language in it. Um, There's a lot of same-sex relationships. Nothing, they don't show anything. They just talk a lot about it. Um, so, you know, some things that I probably would encourage you not to take your younger kids. My youngest is 13 and I had to, we had some conversations last night when we got home, you know, so that's just, you know, up to you, your family, what you think. Um, but that being said, you know, I loved Thor Ragnarok. A lot of people didn't, but I love the comedic aspect of Thor and so this delivers more of the same so there's just so much going on in this one Um, we pick up uh, you know when we left Thor he had taken off with the guardians Um, he's searching he's trying to find peace and so we see something happen in his life that kind of forces him to go back out on his own and, and search for that peace and so Anyway, he uh, reunites with Jane. She's back. Uh, you know, they had kind of a bad breakup. Um, and so that's kind of... Um, Is it the
1: original Jane or someone else playing it? It's the same. It's
6: Natalie Portman. Portman. She's back. And when we meet her, she has just gotten a really bad health diagnosis. But she finds out that Thor's hammer, which was destroyed by his sister, you know, a couple of movies ago, um, for some reason, the the hammer puts itself back together and allows Jane to use it and said, so, thus we have our Thor, our new Thor, uh, Mighty Thor is what she's called. Um, and so. Anyway, their initial meeting, we see that on the trailers, um, but it's really fun. And it's, you know, just lots of fun little surprises in this one. Uh, Lots of cameos. There's so much about this movie that I had no clue was coming. And so I don't want to spoil that for anybody planning to go see it because it was so much fun. Um, But... um, Yeah, the action's great. Set against the 80s rock music is really fun. Um, We have some new characters. Um, You've got Russell Crowe's introduced as Zeus. And very funny. I thought he did a great job. I felt like his scene went on maybe a smidge too long. But it was a lot of fun and it was kind of good to see him again. Yeah. It's like, where has he been? Yeah, I know, because it's like, yeah, I've been like kind of missing him. So we have a new guy, and this is what inspires Thor to go out on his own. There's a threat against all of the gods. um, And there's a man out there, or I don't know, I don't think you would call him a man, a creature that wants to kill all the gods as revenge for losing his daughter. And so. Thor goes in to, to stop him. Uh, and anyway, his name, or he is played by Christian Bell, who does a fabulous job. I mean, we all know that Christian is one of those that gives it 195%. And so I spent the first hour, I did not realize he was in this movie. I spent the first hour trying to figure out who he was. I was like, I know him, but I'm kind of like Lois Lane put glasses on and you know you once you put that Marvel makeup on I have a trouble figuring out who they are um but anyway, he does a fabulous job and he's a great bad guy um of course Tessa Thompson's back as the Valkyrie um she's got a really nice part in this and so she and um Thor and um the the new Thor the mighty Thor. Um, Jane have to team up together to, to stop him. Um, what he's done is he's gone to the new Asgard, kidnapped all their children and so they have to rescue them to, to restore everything. Does it leave you with an open door? It does um, and it, you do have your mid credit scene. Um, the young, there were a lot of young guys in the movie that I went to and they were losing their minds during the scene and i was like once again it's like put makeup on somebody and i don't know who i'm looking at and so um i had to to look it up after i got home and i don't want to spoil it but it's an actor that is that demographic loves right now and um anyway it's a little taste of maybe the future of the marvel universe maybe a new character that we might see in future movies um and then there's the post credit scene that is i was so excited it uh, one of my favorite all-time characters is there and um again i'm not going to spoil it because i didn't know it was coming and i was very very happily surprised because the whole movie i was thinking about this character wishing they were there and so i got that in, in the end
1: you know how to leave us hanging. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to make us want to go. Sometimes you just want to go to watch it through the the whole end so you can see what's coming up, you know, coming up next. I think we'd all be disappointed if they didn't have some kind of Oh, yeah. they could leave end you hanging a little bit. And then also, you know, if
6: you are a Marvel fan, of course you're going to love it. You know, you have all these nice little Easter eggs. Um, but if you don't, if you've never seen a Thor movie, don't let that keep you from going because, they um, have it through a story time with the kids. Um, they catch you up to date on exactly why Thor is where he is at at the start of this movie. So you can catch up really fast. Is there anything competing with Thor this, this week? No. I mean, you still have the same movies that have been out the last few weeks that will do well. You still have Elvis, Minions, um uh, Top Gun's still out there doing great numbers. So, you know, this is a chance maybe to catch up. If you don't want to see Thor, um, you know, th- there'll be some empty seats probably because it'll be the biggest this weekend. But next weekend, we've got um, several new ones where the crawl sing Sing comes out. Then. I think that's going to be a huge movie next weekend because it's such a big book that everybody loves and have been looking forward to this movie for a while. Um, and then Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is one for probably like the Downton Abbey crowd. Mm-hmm. And I proudly, I'm in that, I'm in that group. Um, and then a new animated movies out next weekend, Paul's Of fury, the legend of Hank. And This is another one that I cannot wait for it to be out just so I can stop seeing the trailer. Every movie that I've gone to over the last two months, they have a trailer for this one. So I'm ready for it to be done.
1: For my streamers out there, if you haven't watched Hustle on Netflix with Adam Sandler, it's two thumbs up. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It was really good. It's a feel good. Um, Watched it. There's a few language moments, but they don't overuse it. Right or anything like mm-hmm. that, and there's no sexual content or anything that way. So our our ten year old watched it, and uh, it's a feel good. It's Adam Sandler, I think, at it, some of his best. And so it's about a basket, you know, he you know, basketball or whatever. But um, if you're into that and you're looking for something family fun to stream, I mean, I wouldn't say family fun, but it means family. I wouldn't say friendly, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's like a good, yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. Like we we thoroughly enjoyed it. I was I was taken back by uh by it for sure. I started Spider Head. Right. And that's got the dude. And then I just couldn't. And then I looked it up and didn't have good reviews. So I was like, "Eh, I'm just not going to. I tried 10 minutes of it and I didn't get it. And so, yeah, I, I, I bailed
6: for hustle. Well, the good thing is, there's so much out there now that you really can go for quality, you know. Mm-hmm. And not everybody likes the same thing, so. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. <laughs> but
1: I was sad because I liked him in um, Top Gun. Uh, he was a rooster. Yeah. I can't think of his name. And I, I mean, you're better with the names than I Miles am Miles Teller. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: All
1: uh-huh. righty, Tanya. Well, thank you for your reviews. We'll see what comes up next week. All right. All right. Stick with us. we got more for you up next. <laughs> Ladies, be your own first responder. Strong women own at least one firearm. They know how to clean it, store it, and see it for what it is, a tool that can protect her family. It's an act of love, so act today. Boondocks Firearms Training Academy has classes open for you and your loved ones, teaching firearm use and safety. Boondocks welcomes all levels of experience. Membership's available now, so like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit us at boondocksfta.com.
8: This is the closing ag market report. At the close, in cotton exchange, December cotton was up 3.75 to 95.63. March cotton was up 3.81 to 91.81. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade August soybeans were up 28 cents to 15.13 and a quarter per bushel. September soybeans were up 31 and a quarter to 14.14 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up 27 and a quarter to 623 and a half per bushel. March corn was up 26 and three quarters to 618 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile August live cattle was down 60 to 133.95. October live cattle was down 90 to 138.95. August feeders down seventy-five to one seventy-one seventy-two. September feeders down one thirty-two to one seventy-four seventy-two. And at this hour the Al Jones is up seventy-three points, 31,457. thousand four fifty-seven. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi, Agri News Network.
0: Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides made for this. And Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. The
5: baby hardly even notice when I try to show you song is meant to keep you doing what you're supposed to
1: waking up too early there's are so many good places for you to eat, stay, and play in Mississippi, so take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you want more of Super Talk, you can get that in podcast form. You can get all of your favorite Super Talk shows, Gallo, Middays, Good Things, even Sports Talk and all the things that go with it uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, too, you can also subscribe to my new podcast, uh, Tired of the Weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, and it's with my friend, Amia Edwards, and we tackle physical and and mental and spiritual health. And we're having a whole lot of fun. We're getting great feedback from everyone who is listening. So we appreciate that. And if that's not your jive, then cool. But let the lady in your life who is on a wellness journey, uh, know about it and do it, do it nicely. Say Rebecca told me that you would like this. I know nothing about it. Uh, and sort of slide it, slide it her way. And I think she won't hate you after she hears the first, the first episode. She'll be like, thank you for, we're doing that. You never want to be like, Hey, I think you need to listen.
7: (laughs) I mean, that's how you can tell if they actually do listen, if they don't start questioning. Who's Rebecca?
1: Who's Rebecca? Yes, that's that is. That is, uh, that's very true. Um, and so hopefully you can set the stage for, for that. We're having a lot of fun there. Some of you are having fun on the ceasefire, uh, text line talking about going back to old banks or, or, old buildings in our communities that then got transformed into something else. Andy and Jackson said, we were in an old haunted courthouse with a jail cell and imagine wait, a person was.
7: An or, image a of a person, person was, was projected in the cell so you could only see it if you capture it with a camera.
1: Oh. That's pretty cool. Jail cells would be another thing that could be transformed into something else and still keep its unique and original vibe, because I don't think cells are kind of like vaults. You they're really a
7: little easier to take apart, I would imagine, than a bank vault. But yeah, they're they're pretty sturdy, and you're not going to move them without a whole lot of work.
1: So I mentioned that an old bank in Feb, Phoebe, FIBA, FIBA. I didn't even know we had a FIBA, Mississippi. Where is FIBA, Mississippi on the map? P-H-E-B-A, Mississippi. It was turned into a bar and the vault was the cooler. That's kind of cool to be kind of behind, behind that. Recent Clarksdale said the old bank of Lyon, Mississippi, circa 1910, with a vault in it, it's now apartments for older residents. That's kind of cool. I mean, you think about you have these buildings downtown who have have all the unique character and charm and memories and a lot of them are historical sites. And so you don't want to see them like lose what they once were, but they're no longer serving their purpose as a bank or jail or whatever. And so you get to make it unique and turned into something. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought of apartments, but that's kind of neat.
7: I just thought of another thing that you see repurposed a lot because it generally has a lot of space. Older grocery stores or if the grocery store in town moves to a different location, like if you had a Walmart and it became a Walmart Supercenter, or if the Kroger moved to a different place, those buildings have become all kinds of different things.
1: Oh, and they're big spaces.
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got anything from... Turning into a, a multi-function play area, like with go-karts and an arcade and stuff, or paintball and laser tag, to a gym, to, oh, I don't know, uh, what's the, the sky jumpy place with all the trampolines? I've seen a grocery store turned into one of those.
1: You can even take the old uh, mall that's now the medical mall, but it was the Metro Mall like way back when? Oh, yeah. I say way back when. I think even Perez remembers shopping there circa before our time. He's going to kill me for that. And now though, it's like an entire. I mean, you can go in and get you know all kinds of medical services. I mean, you had like it's, it's set up for uh, kind of like a business galleria, but it's still instead of selling you accessories and clothes and shoes, it's now, you know, healthcare kind of stuff. Jeff and Oxford said the gas station in Water Valley where he grew up is now a seafood restaurant. That's kinda of cool. And then Phoebe between West Point, Houston, Starkville oh Phoe I didn't say it right. Phoebe. Ah, you corrected me. That's cool. It's between West Point, Houston, sort of Starkville area learn little communities every day here on good things
7: i'm trying to position that so it's if you're watching on the stream it would be west point Starkful phoebe
1: i don't know i think you need t-shirts if you're from Phoebe, though oxford mall is now classrooms someone mentioned Oh, but you should have... Well, this is me connecting to your friend, your love of friends. So Phoebe, Mississippi, should have shirts or bumper stickers with Phoebe and Smelly Cat.
7: I think we're on to something.
1: Everybody from that community listening is like, no!
7: But there's somebody living in or around Phoebe that has a spare room they could turn into one of the apartments and probably make it kill it.
1: Pretty sure. I think you should own it and run with it.
7: As long as you can find the big, fancy dog sculpture that they can ride into the door.
1: <laughs> hey, it's all about tourism, right? Getting folks to, to your little small town. Well, we appreciate you joining us here on Good Things. But you got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here to Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.